Hi, everyone. Welcome to a sneak peek of a premium episode of the Lift Effect podcast. I'm your host, Matt McNeil, Clinical Director and Director of Human Performance at Lift Effect. Our premium channel was created in order to provide support to the standard Lift Effect podcast, which comes out every Friday and is available at no cost to everyone on all standard podcast feeds, including YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Podbean, and elsewhere. If you'd like to subscribe to the premium channel of the Lift Effect podcast, please click on the link provided in the description section of this episode in your feed, or head over to lifteffect.supercast.com. That's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T dot S-U-P-E-R-C-A-S-T dot com. It's $10 a month to subscribe. For those of you that are already subscribers to the premium channel, please go to lifteffect.supercast.com and download the subscription feed. For those of you that are not subscribers of the Lift Effect Premium feed, you can still hear the first 20 minutes of today's episode and determine whether or not becoming a premium subscriber is for you. At the end of this short episode, I'll explain how you can access the premium episodes in full, along with a host of other premium membership benefits we've created. So without further delay, here's today's sneak peek of the premium episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome to the Lift Effect Podcast. I am your host, Matt McNeil, founder, clinical director, and director of human performance at Lift Effect, where we assist professional pilots with maintaining better mental health and optimizing their mental skills. The goal of this podcast is simple, to help pilots and other high liability professionals and disciplines come out of the shadows to discover how we can live better lives personally and professionally. Join us each episode as we discuss various topics ranging from mental health, mental skills and performance, to business, entrepreneurship, and a few other surprises along the way. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the first edition of the 2024 Lift Effect podcast where your host, Carl Keller, and the newly revived man of the moment. Newly revived. Yes, that's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> Matt McNeil. Dude, I hear you had a little bit of Recovering. A, yeah. Not recovering from it. intoxication. Don't think that. No. <laughs> from, like, everyone was sick around me. and Yeah. But I fought it. I fought the good fight. I'm on, the, I'm on my uh, backside. On the t- front side. Backside. Backside. Of it. So... We're good, man. We're good. I'm feeling better. You know, with most people, I would ask, what's mm. your New Year's resolution? However, comma, I know nah. where you stand with that. So we're not even going <laughs> to go there. Yeah. I brought it up. See, I got it in there, but it, it uh, yeah. I know that that's not a thing. No. So we're going to leave that alone. I have goals, um, okay? But there's a difference from resolutions. But yeah, we're, we don't have to get into that one today. Nobody wants to hear about my goals. I want to hear about your goals listener that's what i want to uh, hear about no yeah and i well, want to hear about carl's goals well Although i know you're not going to tell me on 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 the air so nope okay um but uh, you know what i thought would be kind of neat to do something mm-hmm. that we i don't know that we've we're going to start pulling questions from the uh subscribers uh, and we'll answer them in full you'll get part of this if you're not a subscriber you'll get part of this episode and then if you are a subscriber you'll get the whole one so you got some questions, man. What do we got? Yeah. Let's get the into it. The first question is dealing with what 
I think all of us are going to deal with in some way, form or fashion this year. Mm -hmm. And that is what's going on, at least in the United States, the political atmosphere. And the question really was, how do I deal with it, with all the stuff going on? And especially when it's someone that I don't agree with or doesn't agree with me, whether it be in the cockpit or with the, uh, within mm -hmm. the, their own family. Yep. How are you going to, that's a great question because I mean, this is, be we've become so polarized yeah. that some people don't really want to hear what you have to say. They want you to regurgitate mm -hmm. or just to, to buy lock, stock and barrel what they think. Right. So how do you have that kind of conversation where you can still maintain a, a good working environment or a good family relationship? Because, mm -hmm. I mean, I, we've all heard of families that are getting torn apart over this issue, and it's just going to ratchet as we get closer and closer. Uh, how do, how yeah. do you deal with that? Well, good question. If you, I mean, I would say the smartest of the smart of us don't engage in those conversations. Um, if you know that the person you're sitting with is uh, polarized to, to one position and you may, you know, be the feel the same way, may, you may feel the opposite, but that's like sticking your hand in a dog's mouth and not expecting to be bit. So I would say if you avoid those conversations as much as possible, obviously you don't want to create awkwardness. Um, I understand that you're not going to be like, I'm not talking about that. That could create a, a rupture and CRM, for example, at work or whatever. But I always think there's got to be other stuff to talk about, you know, and maybe try to veer the conversation elsewhere. That's the first, that's the smartest thing to do. You're not going to change anybody's opinion. And it just like, is anybody going to change yours? Occasionally, some of us will be like, yeah, I'm willing to have my opinion changed. But I think that's like the 1%. Most people uh, do not have any interest in changing their opinion. When they, especially when it's a loaded conversation that's activating. But let's say you, mu you must engage. You cannot, you know, you, you have to get into it. There's, um, a few things. So, so, so really what we're talking about is how do you manage political stress? Or conversations. Or conversations. But I would even just say, like, it starts with even, like, how do you manage your own stress around it? Because if you're stressed out, that's going to eke out in your conversation. So I would go back to the root and be like, well, what's going on with you? Forget the person sitting next to you. Why are you getting so stressed about this? And I understand there's injustices in the world and there's real things going on. I'm not telling you to, you know, bury your head in the sand um, about politics. I personally, I choose just to not. And I, I get my political news in about 30 seconds from trusted sources of really individuals that are different uh, opinions. Uh, I ask them, hey, what's going on in the world? <laughs> they can tell me in 15 seconds. That's all I really need to know. Um, I choose to invest my time elsewhere. That's just me. I'm not saying you have to do that, but I would say one is limit news consumption. So set specific times for checking news and checking social media. If it's a constant ticker feed, you know, stock ticker, you're just going to, you're, you're, you're like just flooding yourself. You're waterboarding yourself with news. 
So choose reliable sources to avoid sensationalism and misinformation. Now, that's a whole other debate. You know, oh, well, don't Fox News or I love Fox News or One America or MSNBC or blah, 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 blah. You know, I can't, I can't even guide you in that. Like, learn. We've tried to do some uh, work here on teaching people how to, like, think more scientifically and looking at studies. You know, we'll keep trying to work at that. But, I mean, you need to choose reliable sources. And I would say if it's sensational, if it's this, like, the world is on fire, everything is ending, I probably would avoid it. Um, because that's sensationalism. And that is often riddled with misinformation. Consider um, using, in terms of limiting yourself, using apps or browser extensions that limit your time on news websites. You can actually do these. So you want to, you know, and I would say, really, you could probably get the news that you need in 15 minutes, not 15 hours, like just the constant barrage. It's always in the background. Secondly, is stay informed and engaged, right? Focus on quality over quantity when consuming news. Take breaks from the news cycle, but you know, stay informed about key issues that are important to you and try to engage in constructive discussions, uh, but be mindful of your emotional well-being. If you find yourself getting really agitated and really upset, um, you might want to like not keep gnawing on that bone, if you will. Establish boundaries. We talked about boundaries in the past. You need to establish, recognize political discussions are becoming too stressful when, when they're becoming too stressful. You need to recognize when this is becoming too stressful and then set a boundary. Boundaries are about, and they're personal boundaries, not what somebody else is doing, what you do, what you choose to subject yourself to. So set boundaries. Choose when and where to engage in political conversations so that you can maintain a balance. Is it a good idea to talk about politics in the flight deck? You already know the answer to that. There are certain ones that are very triggering. Political is one. Religious is another. Mm -hmm. That's a, you know, there are certain things that you, uh, people can get, that they re, can you really get themselves wound up in a tizzy over things, either because you're, you're in violent agreement or you're in violent disagreement. Right. So yeah, those are things that, after a while, you kind of know, you can kind of tell where the conversation goes just by the first question. Right. That's right. Um, and, and, you know, some people can have a conversation about things. Others, you just can't, can't do it. I, I think you got, I agree. Religion and politics have never mixed well on the flight deck. And even if people agree with you, I think it's still as a practice to avoid it. You need to just avoid those conversations. That's my recommendation. It never leads to good things, but that's your choice. Um, you need to practice mindfulness in how to relax. Incorporate things like meditation. We talk about meditation and, and even just like breathing, like learning to breathe properly to manage stress. So when you're watching the news and you're getting really upset or some, your, your uncle, uh, you know, uh, Tommy is going off because uh, he's had too much to drink and he's, you know, getting on you because you're too much of this or that. You, you, you can't, you know, you can't really choose your family. I mean, yeah, you can, but sometimes you got to tolerate them. And it's best yeah. to, instead of like throwing fists, you know, uh, maybe to keep the peace, just learn to self-soothe your, yourself, learn how to breathe. So in, engage, and I would say overall, try to like engage in activities that actually bring you joy <laughs> and, yeah. and relaxation as opposed yeah, to stress and agitation. <laughs> 
I don't know if too many people seem to think that politics seems to bring them does poli- yeah, does joy. Politics, does it really bring you joy? I mean, maybe if you're a politician, it I'm does. euphoric over it. Right. But I mean, does this like contribute oh. to your life? Does this, is this, is this really good for you? So something to think about now, here's a big one. Um, you know, it seems so simple, but it's not focus on what you can control. So think about this. If you think about what are the aspects of politics that, that you can influence, um, engage in that, right? I would say, and I think politics is so funny to me. Like everybody gets so like, like, like bent over the axle about national politics. Actually, local politics are more uh, important to you. That's, you know, that's that where was you what live. I was going to say. It's you know, yeah, it's that's like, what I was going to say. It's it's those affect you day to day, day much to more day. so. They affect everything. I mean, you know, whether your, it's the town kids, council, the school board, right. everything. Those are the things that, like you say, you and your vote is just is proportionately more important because it's a smaller demographic base you're pulling from. Yes, population wise. Yeah. So I, I ask myself, can I, do I have any say in the, I mean, I make my vote. Okay. That takes, how long does it take to make a vote? Two seconds. You, you vote. They're done. You know, check the box there. You did your part and you should vote. The problem with this country is people don't vote. Um, you should vote. Your vote does actually count. But like beyond that, like you screaming at the television and, and screaming at people around you that think differently. Like, does that actually change the outcome or change anything at all? I would argue it probably doesn't. It probably doesn't. And I am a firm believer that focusing on things that you can control is a much better activity for your physical and mental health and your well-being than focusing on things that you cannot control. That's like getting upset about the weather. We all do that a little bit. I understand, but if you really think about it, like getting pissed because it's raining out, think about how stupid that is. That's just the yeah. dumbest damn thing in the world. So, really asking yourself, do I? Can I control this? If you cannot control it, let it go. Yep. Just let it go. You know, one of the things that I would say, and and I'm talking specifically in the cockpit now, it's a work environment, and it's also someone that most of the time, there's occasionally where it's somebody you know really well, but most of the time it's people that you will fly with very uh, sporadically. And one of the things that uh, I've found that works really well um, is redirecting them. And, and I, I give an example in the uh, political r- realm, you can... If someone is just bound and determined to talk about it, redirect them towards going, you know, talk about something that they probably don't have any uh, 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 stake in. And as example, like you say, bring it local and just say, you know, yeah, I've, I was my town board. They're the zoning thing and they're they're bringing all these mm-hmm. things in here that that affect you, but don't most likely do not affect the other person. Right. So it's harder for them to have a, a say because they're not. They're not probably not living in the same town you are. So it's it's diverting them and redirecting them if they're bound and determined to do it short of just having a, this wall of silence 
which creates its own issues because you're you're perceived as being um, stubborn or obstinate. Right. Um, it gets harder the closer to home you come, whether it's a neighbor or a family member from an uncle to a child right. or a spouse. It, that's a harder one to do because what you're talking about does affect them. Right. And, and it's also harder to just, you know, set those personal boundaries because that conversation can lead to some challenging outcomes. It needs to be done if for your own sanity because you have to, no one's going to look out for your well-being more than you. Yeah. And at some point you have to decide how far can, are you willing to let it go? Because yeah. at some point it's going to, whether you want it to or not, if you don't set those boundaries or be able to come to a peace with it, it's going to start affecting that relationship. Yeah. And you really, I mean, you have to maintain perspective. Remember that political yep. situations are complex and they can change. And so, mm -hmm. you know, keep in mind that the media tends to focus on sensational stories and not every event is as dire as they portray it to be. It's not to say things don't matter and things aren't important, but like, I mean, they act like the world is going to end like with every single story. And I don't care wh whether you're watching yeah. the left or the right or whatever. I just, I can't even stand watching it. It's just so like, it's, it's so histrionic. So you've got to maintain some perspective. Secondly, or fifthly, or seventhly, whatever, I've given you a bunch of stuff. Maybe connect with others, right? Share your thoughts and concerns with very even-keeled people. Or get a therapist, you know? You can actually work on this in therapy if it's really distressing to you. There are support groups or communities where you can discuss political issues in a constructive and supportive environment. Because I'll tell you, outside of a very structured, supportive, set up infrastructure, political conversations are nothing but destructive today. It's a, it's a, it's a free fire zone. It's a wild, wild west. It's, it has it eroded our society. We cannot, too often, it seems like we cannot have a conversation an adult conversation where we can agree to disagree Listen, and still be able to discuss things civilly. A new study came out since yeah. 2016. One in seven people have a direct close family member that they no longer speak to because of politics. One in seven. And before that, it was like one in 18 or something. I mean, I'd it is- I'm afraid to see what it says about now. It's I, just I'm afraid that number's higher. Totally it's totally polarizing. It is. Um, now- we know how I feel about social media. I think it's a great tool when you use it as a tool. But if you are not very intentional with using it as a tool, you actually become the tool to sell things to. That's what it's designed for, especially if it's free. If you're not paying for it, you are being used to buy things. That's how it works. So yes, take breaks from social media. It will amplify stress and it's going to polarize. So take breaks from platforms. Here's a pro tip. Get it off your phone. Just use it on the computer. Checking Facebook on the computer is a utterly lame experience <laughs> than on your phone because it's not designed to for you to be sitting at a computer station checking it on a web browser. It's designed for a constant ticker of scrolling that you're using while you're sitting on the toilet. 
That's what it's and designed for. The only for. time I look at Facebook is on the desktop. Yeah, it's, it's the, the only, only time, time you should I look at it. It's otherwise yeah, it's the it's only like, time I look at it. You know, and look, there's some social media does some pretty amazing things. It's it's allowed greater connectivity. It's allowed. I mean, there's there's some good upside to it, but that's when you are you know being really specific with how you use it. But most people are not, and so they're just like literally cattle being you know or sheep just being herded around by uh, organizational psychologists and advertisers. I mean, that's. And I'm not trying to be all conspiracy. I'm just telling you very matter-of-factly how these things are designed and how they work. It's well-documented. There's lots of- You are of, the product. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's it's absolutely how, how it works. So take breaks. I'm just not saying get rid of it, but please take some breaks and get it off your phone. Develop some coping strategies. Identify health and healthy coping strategies that work for you, like exercising or journaling or creative outlets when it comes to political stress that you're feeling, you've got to develop some strategies. If needed, like I said, talk to a professional to help with coping and strategies that are tailored very specifically for, for your needs. And then I, I think most importantly, because I'm not like, oh, forget politics and don't, I'm not saying that, but like vote and participate. Take an, it, it, I would have more respect for people if they were all stressed out, if they were actually participating in actively participating in their political party, you know, canvassing or whatever it is, it's like, okay, you know, you're taking an active role in, in the democratic process by voting and participating in civic activities. Uh, if you do that, I, I find that people that are actually involved are way calmer. <laughs> you know, they're much more rational people because they have a sense of agency uh, and empowerment that helps alleviate this feeling of helplessness. And when I see people engage in political uh, discourse that becomes really destructive, I'm just watching two people that are just helpless. They're just helpless. And you know what I mean? It's like there's a lot, they're trying to control something that they have no control over, and they are not doing anything that's constructive. And so that leads to learned helplessness. So, Get if you really care, if you really, re I challenge you. My, my uh, political, and I have lots of friends and clients that are just losing their minds because of politics. And it was, it was like you know when when Trump was elected, they lost their minds because of Trump. Uh, you know, and then and then when when Biden was elected, the the Trump guys lost their mind because by like the world was ending. The world's according to all of these friends of mine, the world should have been ended years ago, but somehow you notice it just keeps spinning. It keeps spinning. So like, you know what, if you got out and I, so here's my challenge to you. If you really give a crap as much as you claim that you do when you battle with people, why don't you put your money where your mouth is and actually go get involved in the democratic pro? Oh no, you wouldn't do that. No, I, that would take too much effort. I, I would have- Too much time. I don't yeah, have time. I don't have time. I don't have it's like, and I you know, say you're full of poop. You're full of poop. If you really care that much, go get involved. I would have way more, give you way more kudos. If you actually like put your money where your mouth was and got involved, are you going to go canvas? You're going to go hand out, you know, go volunteer at the, the, you know, your candidate's office? You know, some will. 
I mean, some some absolutely will, but most won't. And they'll sit and the ones that actually get involved are quieter because they're not as anxious because they're doing something about it. So if you're willing to do something about it, you know, if you're so anxious, go get involved. Get involved. That will quiet you down. So remember, it's okay to disengage when needed and to prioritize your mental well-being. That's what this whole podcast is all about. Finding a balance between staying informed and managing stress is, I, I think, is crucial. It's essential to have a mindset that is healthy in this nightmare of a political climate that, uh, over the last 10 years uh, that has just really, like, it's just destroyed. It's destroyed people. It's destroyed people's lives. So that's my advice on it, whatever that's worth. You know, I feel like that every generation has their, uh, and every time period has their exence. Oh, I can't even say it. Their their end of the world. Yeah. Issue. You need to focus on the things that you can control, and yep. you need to have awareness. But sitting around stewing and fighting people um, about something that you and honestly that you have no involvement in whatsoever. I, th- I feel is just a destructive tendency. I, I totally agree. And uh, what I would add is this is something you have said, and I, I will continue to bring it up because I think it's so important, is you can't change the past. It's already happened. Yep. The future has yet to happen. Be in the moment. Be present. Yeah, be aware. You know, it, I mean, yeah, be it, aware. Whatever the, whatever the future holds is what it holds. And the past, you know, so our, our fears and our anxieties really don't, most of the time, like you say, very rarely affect now. We let them, but they shouldn't because enjoy what you have at the moment. Enjoy being yeah, with your, like, your kids. Enjoy doing your hobby, whatever that is. Um, enjoy the outdoors. Look at the beauty, you know, whatever it may be. It, that's the moment. That's now. There's work to be done. There's work to be done. Yep. So, all right, let's keep going, man. We got we got another question that I wanted to get to. I don't know if we we'll have time, but I'm going to try. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna l- let you talk about it because it's it's more it's d- totally uh, it it was a sub- about a an an issue that uh, a a family member was having, and I'll let you talk about that. Yeah. So I got a, a an email. We got an email um, that was talked about. A, 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 I'm not going to read the verbatim the email but i'm going to just sort of paraphrase it this person has a spouse that they feel is you know overly concerned about a child's their child's health to the point where they're they they were questioning is this a munchausen which is a condition it's a syndrome um actually it's called munchausen by proxy Thank you for listening to today's sneak peek premium episode of the Lift Effect podcast. If you're interested in hearing the complete version of this episode, you'll want to become a member. We've created the membership program to bring you more in-depth, exclusive content without relying on paid ads. Membership benefits are many beyond the complete episodes of the premium shows each month. They include podcast show notes that provide relevant notes and links to what we discuss during each episode complete transcripts of each episode of the standard and premium episodes of the Lift Effect podcast, access to our private podcast feed, the ability to ask questions that we will answer on the regular feed of the Lift Effect podcast, 
regular and ad-free episodes of the regular and premium feeds, and benefits that we will continue to add over time. If you want to learn more, head over to lifteffect.supercast.com. Lastly, if you're already a member and are hearing this, it means that you haven't downloaded our member-only podcast feed where you can get the full access to the podcast and you don't have to listen to this. You can download that at lifteffect.supercast.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Lift Effect Podcast. If you want to dive deeper into this episode and every episode, go to our website, lifteffect.com forward slash podcast. If you're enjoying the show, we would love it if you'd follow us on Spotify and rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate your support. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn, all with the ID Matthew McNeil. This show is brought to you by Lift Effect, a clinical mental health and consulting company that assists air carriers, corporate flight departments, pilot unions, and commercial pilots by providing comprehensive psychotherapy and mental skills coaching services to pilots with mental health and mental performance related issues. Visit lifteffect.com, that's L-I-F-T-A-F-F-E-C-T.com to book your free consultation. And finally, this podcast is for general informational purposes only. It does not constitute the practice of counseling, psychotherapy, medicine, or any other healthcare service, including the giving of medical advice. No therapeutic or provider-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information and any materials linked to this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional psychological advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining advice for any psychological or medical condition they have, and they should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on the Lift Effect Podcast.